good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete this appropriate. Hello there. I am Andy Anatko, and this is the Majestic episode number 328 of the Material Podcast. Can you stand it? And with us is, of course, Florence Ion. Come hell or high water, I'm going to be here. <laughs> yes, we are I'm determined to sit here until a successful copy of episode 328 become, comes out, because as as I'm sure that listeners can surmise the fact that we're recording this two days later than we normally do after a couple of failed tries and you're getting this several days after that it is it, it's been kind of a week for both of us hasn't it it's been a heck of a week yeah i mean listen um it's not every week that your kid scratches out your eye in a riveting game of head shoulders knees and toes <laughs> did you guys know that there's an eyes wait it was eyes eyes and mouth and ears and nose anyway we got to the eyes part and it was over for me <laughs> so over she, for me. she so she was playing according to the like 1976 philadelphia phillies hockey team version <laughs> of the rules <laughs> if the ref was not looking your eyes were an open target she you know i feel really bad about it too because my eye was just like welling up with water oh, right dear. after it happened and we were just ro- in the rocking chair i was just trying to like get her to chill out before sleep we've been having a lot of one of the reasons we had to restart the podcast for this recording is because mono is having a hard time getting to sleep and um my eyes started welling up and i you know i kept lifting my shirt to like wipe it because it was just i didn't realize the extent of what had happened and she started to lift up my little sweater and like (laughs) to blot my eye and it's like you know you have no idea that you just really hurt me so i'm gonna take this as you (laughs) don't don't you dare be adorable and make me want to get my camera and capture this beautiful moment after you've just like scratched the heck out of my eye albeit accidentally it's the absurdity you know i'm like telling my editor i'm so sorry like i can't you know and my editor's like oh I'm, i'm sure mona feels bad i'm like I don't think she has any idea what she's done. Well, of course not. Yeah. And but but <laughs> you no were like you, you were in like considerable pain. And I on Wednesday night when I when we did our usual I did my usual hey we still on for 11 p.m. like you kind of like shocked me by saying oh yeah my my I have a deep scratch in my eye and it's really really <laughs> painful but I'm sure that we can still do it and I had to say no, no what, which uh, I what? dictated to you yeah. in in the passenger seat of my car <laughs> because my husband had finally convinced me to go to the doctor. I I don't. It's and you know on top of the COVID thing, going yeah. to the doctors, but it was okay. It was the eye doctor, and eye doctors are so. It was the it was the other, not the optometrist, the the Ophthal- ophthalmologist. Thank you. Can, I can't say that word. Uh, very see, fancy. There, very a, fancy a, doctor's office. There is a certain fraternity slash sorority. Anybody who knows that word from memory and pronounce it correctly probably has a really bad story about why they they came to know that word. Yeah, and listen, um, English is a second language here, so <laughs> although now it's my primary. Um, yeah. But gosh, it's been such a week for us. We're recording this on a Friday night, so yeah. folks are going to get us in their ears twice. <laughs> so I th- I feel like the vibe of the show, Andy, is just going to be us. I think I, I think it's mostly going to be trying not to wake the kid up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was see. I was I was listening to. Uh, uh, Dave Grohl, the lead founder and lead singer of the leader of the the Foo Fighters, released his him. autobiography uh, mm-hmm. on the same day when I had to be 
up like I won't get into the entire details of the story, but it became it was very, very important that I get this really huge project that immediately got dropped on me, finished within 24 hours. And so this book came along at exactly the right time for me because it was a lot of not meticulous, like deep thought. It was more like I just have to do this repetitive activity that will just require it's just tedious stuff will take a long, 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 yes, long time. Yes, that's like me and Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. I yes. got it. I get you. So what, 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 what reminded me of the story <laughs> Uh, of this book was that he t- he opens it with a story about how he like broke his leg and like twisted his ankle like falling off the stage like at the start of a gig and in a, in a totally non-self adorable in a totally adorable and non-self self-aggrandizing way he went through exactly like like how he absolutely there were like a, there was a stadium full of people who had paid a lot of money for this gig had gotten time off work maybe had to get babysitters right. and like you didn't want to send them all home after like a song and a half and everything that he went through the most remarkable story. please get the book. Cause it was, this was just the start of a really great eight hour, eight hour long book and everything that he did to make sure that this show went on in reduced capacity. Fine. But if people came to see a show, we have to do a show. And so sometimes that's exactly what happened. See, I, I too went through adversity and although it's not quite – and see, I wish I could say, well, see, I insisted to flow that even though that, uh, that I just suffered an eye injury and had to go to the doctor, I insisted to flow before she protested and insisted that we reschedule, that I still go through. My, my story was that I did complete that massive like project in 24 hours, very proud of myself. <laughs> I'm real. I'm relaxing. Okay, great. It's now 6 p.m. We're recording at 11. I haven't written the show doc yet, but that's fine. I'm I'm going to celebrate with a with a, a chicken parmesan sub from next door because I can't even bother to make a can of soup right now. I'll take like 45 minutes to drink my root beer, eat this sandwich, then get the show doc done, and then finally, and then the next thing I knew, it was like 1 a.m. I had a half-eaten chicken parm sub on my chest, <laughs> and I had fallen asleep on the sofa, sitting up. Because my brain had said, yeah, you know that thing where like I let you do like 24 hours of work on like 90 minutes of sleep. I decided to play my I get to pull the plug on you at any time at the after the 26 hour mark card. Hope it didn't inconvenience you that much. So that that was that's why I want your brain to be your power of attorney at this point. (laughs) You have an adversarial relationship. Sometimes it's like we challenge each other to greater heights. Sometimes my brain is just being a pain in the butt just to be a pain in the butt. Okay. I have to tell you just slight, just what I'm imagining right now. So I've been watching Sabrina, Teenage Witch, the original, (laughs) well, whatever, the one with Melissa Joan Hart. And by the way, it's actually funny. (laughs) They really tried to write some jokes in there and I appreciate it. Anyway, but there's a scene where they have these brains to come over to like talk and play games and they're literal brains in a vat. So I was just wanting you to know I was imagining your brain in a vat trying to oh, sabotage if, your life. If I, if I could trap I my, brain my brain in a vat, you know, and just be able to ignore it from when it's getting in the way, my life would be so much easier. <sighs> um, but you that so in terms of complications, so you you had a whole bunch of new stuff to review this week that that couldn't have made things simple for you. Well, Yes. Now you can't see all of them that are behind me. Um, I did get to review the Surface Go 3. By the way, my first time holding such a tiny Windows device. And, you know, 
I was kind of hoping to get like a, oh my God, this is it. Like this is the connection I've been waiting to feel with a tablet kind of situation. But it doesn't have the specifications to give me that. So it's like, (laughs) we're really having a problem here with tablets. Because if you don't want an iPad, there doesn't seem to be a lot out there. (laughs) You know, there's, there's the Android tablet, you get the Samsung, you know, there's lots of variety there, but oh my God, they cost so much money. (laughs) Like the one that I would get, which would be the Tab S7 Fan Edition FE, that one is still like $600 starting, not including the accessories you have to get. And this Surface Go 3, by the way, is not cheap either. Um, but it has like these specifications isn't it? starting yeah. and you want to get that keyboard, which is like a hundred dollars extra plus the pen, which is a hundred dollars extra. Then you got to get yourself a case. You got to get yourself, you know, a little dongle to plug in the USB mouse that you want to use because you don't want to have too many Bluetooth things to kill the battery. And it's like this stacking on top of stacking on top of stacking. Um, granted, I, I do, I really do like the form factor. So I, it convinced me that this is something that I would use if I were out on the road again, but I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fi- By the way, the Dell guy came and visited me while I was out sick. <laughs> Fixed my headphone jack. Now my Bluetooth is broken, which is why I'm coming to you from the analog <laughs> headphones today instead of the usual ones I wear. See, see, thank you. I, I will cite you as my as my my poster child. Completely as my, removed from the BIOS, not even like in the BIOS oh menu, God. just it gone, like it never existed. Yeah, see, this is this is this is why I keep saying that. Don't don't tell me that I'm an idiot for wanting phones and like fifteen hundred dollar tablets to have like a, a headphone jack, a, a, a copper wire always works and if it doesn't work you look at it and say oh maybe it's the maybe it's the the problem is that it's severed in the middle and maybe if i like were to replace it with a cable that's not severed for eight dollars it will work again whereas Mm -hmm. bluetooth it's like okay i guess i guess i don't have head i guess i don't have headphones anymore (laughs) well i also don't have control of um i've got like a bunch of stuff around here that requires a bluetooth connection from a windows pc so like these lights i have behind me I can't access them with the Bluetooth. I have a separate dong. It's it's all I'm trying to say here, Andy, is that I'm not quite sure I would like a Windows tablet. <laughs> I like the Surface yeah. Go Three as a little tiny Windows PC, but again, it's a lot of money, um, and I don't know if that fits in my life. I still don't have the iPad that runs Android of my dreams. I do have the Nest devices in hand, though, so I will be setting those up this weekend new nest cameras i should say we were still waiting for the indoor camera to launch as well as the floodlight camera yep have them but it does look like mickey mouse we'll see if mickey mouse can light up my backyard so i can see all the critters (laughs) that live out there um i'm actually going to wait to install that one because can i just tell you like installing a floodlight Installing anything outside of the house is an absolute pain in the butt. I don't like it. It's yeah. It's not something I call fun. It, it it does give sort of like a prison yard aesthetic to the property. Oh, well, but the, l- okay, okay. To, mm, let's give Nest a Google did make some really 
nice hardware. I will say the indoor camera is really cute compared to like the little black ones that we've been using all this time. The little, you know, they just, because back, all they did was take the drop camera that they acquired and right. just put Nest Google Smarts in it, which was fine for, yeah, I have a bunch of those. Um, Andy's holding, up, holding it, up the, it, the, it, my, the like original the, the, the Nest indoor camera. Drop, uh, drop cam, mm-hmm. yeah. And just so everybody knows, as an aside, they're discontinuing that model. So don't buy it. If you find it used or you find it on eBay or you find a deal somewhere, you want to go for the new ones. I'll be able to talk more about them and how they work um, in about a week or two when I get some more testing under my belt. But think security cameras are looking good. Good. They're looking good. You, so, you, you did remind me of something before we go to before we go to our first ad. Our commercial. Uh, that <laughs> I first uh, see uh, I've uh, an update on my Nest uh, battery powered uh, doorbell. Which I'm still lacking, yes. still lacking a hell of a lot. It's a, it was a good pick for me for my knees. Works mm-hmm. really, really well. The only thing I think I brought this up a few weeks ago that I don't like about it is that, like, I don't need to have like an outs. I don't need to have the camera like recording everybody who because mm-hmm. I, 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 everyone who has to go to their units in the building is going to pass by within the range of that camera at some point. And so I was very proactive in saying hi for the next weekend. I'm testing this camera. It will be recording people because I just want to see. But after after Monday, I'll be turning that feature off. And I did. I was good as my word. But the problem was that I found out that when you turn that off, that really cool thing that I like about it, where if you approach it, the beautiful little halo ring around the doorbell mm-hmm. switch lights up to say hi. You sh- you're su- you're supposed to put your finger here to press a button to ring the doorbell. It sort of announces itself. Whereas it might it might not depending on the user interface of your door, it might not be the most obvious thing for someone mm. to push. Uh, and I found out that if you turn off like that uh, the the camera stuff uh, and only turn on the camera manually, it doesn't light up. So I finally solved the problem by taking advantage of the advanced <laughs> artificial intelligence built into the camera. So I turned I had turned off the feature that say hey record all motion turned off the feature that said record all people who like pass in front of the camera what I did say is that I do want to know if uh there's a car in front of the camera mm, and okay. because it's indoors it will never see a car but it means that the the motion sensor will light up when it sees some sort of a motion but as soon as it senses that oh that's not a car it will not re- actually record, but still the the ring will light up. So I'll get what I want. Technically, f- there might have been a couple of seconds of recording of someone passing by my door, but it won't alert me. It won't be recorded. So I figured that that was an adequate compromise between having that simple That's like 28 cent light come up <laughs> and compromising on the security and privacy of all my neighbors. You trick programmed it, by the way. I mean, that's essentially what you did because one of my biggest annoyances with this whole Nest switchover is that they are forcing us all to go to the Google Home app, which I'm not used to using, right? And yeah. you're not either. I imagine you had Nest devices too. <sighs> yeah, no, I, I was I was using it primarily. I actually uh, I actually tried the Nest app because it is there's something about a bespoke app where. I'm I'm a I developer. Agree. I'm writing an app specifically to control a security camera. Uh-huh. So I'm going to make sure the things that are that people would want to do, which is I've just thrown up an alert saying that, hey, someone has just rung the front doorbell. I should immediately be presented with a microphone underneath a live video so I can press the microphone and say, hi, I'll be right there. 
as opposed to, oh, so if I swipe down, find the notification, tap on the notification to expose a panel, and by that time, I could already be at the front door. <laughs> yeah, it's not, I, I got to tell you, the more smart devices you added to your ecosystem too, because I am running a bunch of them all the time just to test and see how, you got to see how messy these things get too, right? Yeah, That's yeah. my job. If I've got, I've got um, three assistant devices in my office just for testing, and they always get confused when the door rings, when the doorbell rings and I want to see who's there. I can never like get the device that I want to show me the feed. There's some things I think I need to fix up too. Um, I do want to remind you, Andy, to change your doorbell for the holiday. (laughs) Don't laugh. Do you know how fun it is (laughs) and how stupid it is? Like not, not stupid, like in a bad way. I just, I mean it, it's just so absurd. You're just laying in bed. All of a sudden the doorbell rings and it's like some spooky witch. (laughs) It's so (laughs) absurd. And, and just (laughs) like, why Flo, that's the best way to describe your mother-in-law. Hey. (laughs) First of all, I would never say that about my mother-in-law. Second of all, I, I I know that they do have the, they do have the, the thing where seasonally they will, uh, they will allow seasonal. Just give in, give in. I've, I don't. I don't disapprove of it. I'm just saying that if if there's such a thing as having like a Halloween themed custom doorbell, I I want Zombie Jamboree by Rockapella or nothing else. That's just. I, I will don't, I don't say, feel as though I should have to negotiate on that point. I'm very curious to see which manufacturer is going to be the one that's like you can make your own <laughs> doorbell <laughs> ringtones. Oh, it's gonna, well, you know, it's going to get over. Hey, for eight dollars a month, we'll have your doorbell sound like a fart. <laughs> oh, did I say eight? I meant thirteen dollars. It's the doorbell app store or whatever. Yeah. It's like ringtone an app store for doorbell sounds. We finally revitalize the ringtone economy. <laughs> It'll be like those commercials. Text eight 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 for this crazy dancing frog sound. Uh, recurring charges will occur. <laughs> Well, uh, we have all that. We have some stuff, good stuff to look forward to this week. On uh, today's show, we have actual news about the upcoming Pixel phone. Contrary to universal sensible consensus that anything that seems like news about this phone has either already been leaked or isn't of any credible interest to anybody. This week also saw the release of two two operating systems that run Android apps. Microsoft gave us Windows 11, but not the actual Android feature. Google shipped Android 12, but didn't ship it to anybody who could run it. Six of one, half dozen of the other. They both made an attempt that I think we should praise both of those. Um, and finally, just a piece of wisdom. I know that this has been a chaotic intro because we've had quite a chaotic week. So I'm going to give mm-hmm. you your mantra, your little prayer that is as current, as workable, as nourishing today as it was in the days of the apostle. I beg all of you listeners, Flo and myself, not to needle the battery. Well, we'll be back after this. This episode is brought to you by Pingdom from SolarWinds. While you've been listening to this podcast, how would you know if your website had gone down? Would you know if customers can click that buy button or fill out a trial form? You might stumble across the problem by luck, but that means you've already lost out on new customers. You need something to tell you everything is running smoothly on your site and more importantly, when it isn't. So you need Pingdom. Pingdom detects around 13 million outages every month. That's more than 400,000 outages a day. And for as low as $10 a month, Pingdom helps keep your sites online. 
It doesn't matter if you're a startup or a Fortune 500 company, you need real-time alerts about critical website issues and customization of how you're alerted, whether it's via SMS, email, or your team's collaboration apps. Pingdom even tracks and analyzes your website's load time so you can see what's affecting the user experience. If you have a website, you need Pingdom. Take charge of monitoring your site in minutes and go to pingdom.com slash RelayFM right now for a 30-day free trial with no credit card required. And when, when you sign up, use our code material at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Thanks to Pingdom from SolarWinds for their support of this show and RelayFM. Well, here comes the latest edition in our recurring almost weekly series, Things We Now Know About the Pixel 6. Now we actually know some information that is going to be announced, officially released on October 19th. Google said that they're going to be streaming a Pixel 6 event on October 19th. Circle the date on your calendar so that you don't wind up watching YouTube all day and seeing things that are actually entertaining content. Whoa, 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 whoa. If you go to the website, everyone, pixelevent.withgoogle.com, there's a very interactive material you um, situation on there, which is why I was wowing. I yes. apologize. No, no. It that's, was very that's, intense. That, you know, I noticed, I noticed that too, because it also caught me by surprise. You don't see, uh, remember that they, Google already spent some time saying, oh, here's how wonderful the, here's the, what the cameras is, and here's some other features we're willing to discuss. Here's some actual pictures. You'd be surprised to find out that the landing page for this event it's just like kind of one page. There are no sub pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the main feature is just showing off material. You there's like a very colorful interpretation of a colorful pixel six. Yes. phone. And if you hold down, it advises you, Hey, co- hold down the space bar to change the mood if you hold down the space bar it cycles through a whole bunch of different material u icons when you let it go like no whammies no whammies stop and then it changes the phone to look oh now it's green background and now it has all these other musical dinguses on it they're doing a lot of um i mean obviously they're going to do a lot of press around material u it's a whole big new design paradigm of course but it just feels like you really have to style it to get what yeah. you want out of it because otherwise it is just in my opinion the same plain jane android that we've always had not and i don't mean plain jane in a bad way because it's it's a beautiful plain jane okay she's gorgeous they, they really are building expectations for this if, if you were to look at this uh, this mm-hmm. page and of course as usual we'll have the link in the show docs but it's pixel event.withgoogle.com you would think that the Pixel 6 is just a host body for the Material U experience. <laughs> the host and body. How very Westworld. Yeah. And, and again, I, I'm, I do believe everybody who's allowed to speak about it at Google and who has spoken about Material U and people who are not allowed to speak about it and who have also spoken to certain people, including me, uh, who said, oh, no, it's, it really is a rewriting, a reconsideration from the ground up. It's the biggest change we've made to the user interface. But and nothing they've released yet has made me think, my uh, when when they first released material, my thought oh, was, yeah. my oh wow, this is so beautiful and so elegant and so right. This idea of having like on every single app you're using, there will be a floating button on top of like a scrolling list that because it expects that yes, you're reading email, but maybe you what you want to do is create a new email. So the most important action button is going to be floating above everything. And this was the time when. Uh, uh, Apple released, I think it was iOS 7, which was their first major rewrite of their design language. And their design language was, 
we're going to make sure sh- it offends us if there are more than eight pixels lit on this beautifully elegant white screen. And if people have to stare at the screen for a good 19 minutes to figure out what do I have to do to create a new mail message, we feel as though <laughs> we've reached the level of transcendent elegance. <laughs> These are things like, I don't understand because I have not been on iOS in such a oh long time. God. But by the way, Material U is Material 4. Okay. It's material number four. So that's, I just want to bring that because what I saw that the other day yeah. I was reading, I was reading the, the Android developers page and it said material use material four. And I thought to myself, Oh, that might be why I'm not like, wow. What a beauty, you know, yeah. It, it's a look to, to borrow a phrase from 2019. It's a glow up. It's a glow up of Android. It's not necessarily a complete makeover. It's just somebody went into Android's closet, took out some pieces that they haven't worn in a long time, took a couple of the dry cleaner, dyed a couple of the other ones, maybe put a belt around some of them, and it's a complete one, amazing. Glow up. Amazing what one bottle of RIT dye can do. For mm. f- for a frumpy old user interface, mm-hmm. and of course, when I talk about the accessory, I'm talking about the widgets. Yes, I feel like you really have to be into the widgets to get like yeah. material. You you know, I, I mean, I'm I'm mm. really excited about the Pixel Six because of the hardware, and I'm hoping that material U is an improvement. But so long as it doesn't make things harder to use, I kind of almost don't care about I'll it. I'll tell you, on a small screen, material U is is uh, finicky. Yeah. On a small display, like uh, the yeah. Pixel 5s, what is a 5.5-inch display? I love the size, but when the beta came out and I logged on to it, I was like, oh boy. <sighs> There's going to be, we're going to need some more time with this to really, you know, I'm going to need some time with it to really. And to to be fair, that's that's kind of how these things work. Whenever uh, an attempt is made to do a an ambitious rewrite or update of the design language. It was language, an attempt. It, it becomes uh, half of the heavy lifting has to be done by the developers who have their best ideas out there in the first version, but they have to keep adapting it as they get feedback from real world mm-hmm. users. But also some of the heavy lifting has to be done by the users who have to have the patience to understand there's a difference between I hate this change because it's, it's a stupid change and it's a step backward and the much different response. I hate i'm not used to this change because a button that i use all the time is in a slightly different location and my brain is punishing me every time i tap on the wrong spot Uh, because that's the sort of thing that gets fixed just when you reprogram your muscle memory by keeping using it so i will say in some of the quote-unquote reviews i've been reading which just i think it's a little too early to be reviewing android 12 considering nobody actually has it um i know that's a little ditty that we're coming up to but yeah, it just feels a little early yeah. to be talking. And, and, but I do have to say that regardless of the reviews, I do agree with them that moving the the uh, device controls away from the power menu, rookie move hmm. <laughs> or rookie mistake. I don't know. I just yeah. trying to say catchphrase associated with it, but I'm not happy about it. Um, it's gonna that's gonna be a thing that when you talk about relearning something that's going to be something that i'm going to have to relearn for myself and we were already talking about how finicky and weird it is sometimes using google home for all those alerts and things so i think i will have to take this with a with a real like look at it as a smart home power user 
and like <laughs> really see what Android's going to do about that. Yeah. You, you're, yeah. You're just hoping that it won't be harder to use or less feature filled than whatever you're replacing it with. So long as, it so long as nice. you can keep flying. Yeah. yeah. So long as you can keep flying the operating system, that is in itself a win. Anything that you like above and beyond that is just above and beyond that. Uh, and speaking of above and beyond, uh, obviously they're definitely, they definitely mentioned the pixel six. Um, actually here's the text. There's, there's actually a little pop down, drop down list of, like uh, options or information on that one page. One of them is a frequently asked questions list. Say on October, I have to, I have to use, do the uh, the announcer. Voice. Go ahead. Go on ahead. On October nineteenth, we're officially introducing you to Pixel Six and Pixel Six Pro, the completely reimagined <laughs> Google phones, powered by Tensor, Google's first custom mobile chip. They're fast, smart, and secure, and they adapt to you. Oh, to me? Yes. <laughs> Specifically to Florence Ion. To me. All the For all the rest of you, oh boy, is it going to suck. Version. But for Flo, right. we're really courting that Gizmodo eight-star review. Uh, so, so, so we know that we're going to get, the, we're going to, obviously we're going to get the Pixel 6, but it is listed like when you bookmark the page as the Pixel fall launch. So that doesn't exclude the idea that I they know. could, ex- they could include a Pixel watch, which has been I rumored know. for a long time. The Pixel Man, fold. You guys are really trying to manifest this, aren't you? <laughs> uh, I just, again, I just want That's to. That's like see- me saying I'm going to get a new car. Like it's, it's not happening for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, not not having a child, I can I can safely make this analogy. It's like it's like it's the eighth time I've bailed my kid out of jail, <laughs> and I'm like, I still like this thing. I I'm still have so much hope. Every time she does something bad, about the time that she scratched my eye. Sorry. <laughs> I, see, I told you when you told me about this, I said you need to take selfies and put it on your Instagram so that you don't have to share it with them. With them, and she's like, you want that in her date or in her personal knowledge database of like the time when she started doing looking at your past social media, so that like when it's sixteen You're and right. she's thinking about like having a really angry like hormonal. The teenage person fit about how you mm-hmm. won't let her get her tattoo. She will think, "Oh, that's right. I almost blinded her during a really important work week, <laughs> and she never has brought that up even once." Maybe I should cut her some slack. <laughs> oh you you just want to have that that in the bank in case you ever need it. Life, folks. Life. <laughs> yes. So, but so all I'm saying is that I would nothing would. I keep wanting to have uh, an Android native smartwatch. That is as attractive to me for so many reasons as the Apple watches. And I'm convinced that it is going to be just as I almost won't even consider an Android phone that isn't a pixel phone. I, Hmm. I prejudice with prejudice believe that the smartwatch that's going to do it for me is going to be one that's designed by, uh, by Google, by the Android team. And until then I will Hmm. have a Fitbit. I will have, uh, uh, I will have fitness monitor devices, because I can't spend three hundred dollars on something that tries to be like an Apple Watch, except it's not as stylish. It's not as slim. The battery doesn't last nearly I as like long. I like my Samsung. It's not, yeah, it's not nearly as useful. Yeah, I know. I know. So we're we're, we're going to have to. I said I like it. I didn't say I was ready to marry it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you like it, but you're not going to put a ring on it, so to speak. Exactly. <laughs> or don't, you're not going to put a custom band on it. Let's say. Um, but it, I, I did think that it was interesting in and of itself that they put out this flashy website uh, about it. Obviously, they're going to they're announce it somewhere, but 
all told, this feels like the first time that Google has launched a new Pixel phone with like an actual like iPhone style or Samsung Galaxy style like PR push because even with the Nexus phones, with the Pixel phones, their, their Google's attitude seemed to be, if you need somebody else to inform you about what our phone is all about, maybe this is too sophisticated a phone for your <laughs> market. Perhaps perhaps you should go to the drugstore and purchase a phone off of a blister pack. That's, maybe that's more your speed. Which, by the way, if anybody would like us to do a bonus episode on that, just just tweet it. Just or man- manifest it even because I feel like now I want to do that. Just the drugstore down, down the street uh, is going to be closing its doors like in one week, and they do have a bunch of like forever. Android. Yeah, and there, there's been a drugstore there. Not I won't go into. I it. know we we've talked yeah. about it on this podcast yeah. so, so many times. So it's closing like next week, and so uh, they do have a bunch of like again pharmacy like blister pack like nameless Android devices, and if they get down to like ninety percent off, I might have to. Okay, just you'll have to go collection. do you have to go do a scan. We'll 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 have to we'll have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, so the. Uh, event is on the 19th 19th i'm hoping the pre-orders will start on that day i'm at this point i'm pretty much decided that i will order a uh, a pixel 6 pro with extra storage oh, on the basis okay. on, on the basis that it will probably it will almost certainly be returnable and if i decide like in december that i want one i might not be able to get one and i it's been five years since i've had a flagship phone and i'm very much ready to have I'm very much ready to, to I'm ready to just have to have higher speed mobile broadband. I'm ready to have better camera lenses. I'm ready to have like well, that's fair. gigs of storage. It, it will be a big leap from my Pixel 4a and my Pixel 1. But the, hmm. there's a twist, however. Oh, now, tell me. You have a twist? There, I have a twist, a personal twist. This isn't a news twist. This okay, is a pers- okay. This is, this is right. Andy I have drama. A, yeah, okay, yes, please. Oh, so, I love Andy drama. Andy drama. Not the YouTube kind. I'm trying to get a pilot episode for my new new podcast andy drama right just complain about how life is so hard specifically for me and life is unfair and you all it works you, for a lot of all, people listeners you all have that's everything that's how joe rogan's made a lot of money <laughs> uh you all have everything i have nothing but what you don't have is our this beautiful minimalist wallet this fancy titanium design <laughs> holds up to six different business cards see how naturally i did that uh so okay so here's the story so uh, the event is on the on the nineteenth. Smart money would say that that means that people who uh, reviewers and YouTubers and whatever who uh, are under NDA will receive hardware on that day. Uh, will have one week uh, under embargo, and they'll be able to post the reviews a week later. And that it'll actually hit the hands of consumers on the 29th, that Friday. As mm-hmm. it happens, um, on the 29th, actually on Thursday, the 28th. I'm leaving for like three or four days in New York City where I'm oh, going to go to the opera. Right. I'm going to be, mm-hmm. I want to go and just check out like Halloween, uh, like in uh, Halloween in the village, that sort of stuff. My first trip to New York since so before the pandemic. And so this would be a great time to have a new Night camera sight. phone mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. like a telephoto mm-hmm. lens and wide angle and all that sort of stuff. So I'm trying to navigate. Okay. So if I order it, if, if I order it in the first batch, Will it arrive like just before I leave or just after I leave? And should I just email Google, Order it immediately. Google Press and saying, hi, 
I, <laughs> here's what I want. Normally, you would you would ship hardware to a reviewer early so that they can post a review of it early and help you sell more phones on launch day. What I'm asking you to do is to send it to me early so that I can spend it. <laughs> I can take it with me Halloween in New York City so that when I do publish my review two weeks after Halloween, when you don't care about positive reviews or general or positive buzz, that's when I'll be publishing. So it's it's going to be weird. Uh, the the other the other factor I'm considering is that well, there is only one actual Google store in the world, and it is in Chelsea. <laughs> so was, oh yeah, that's a good point. Maybe I, see. I'm wondering if when I get to the pre order really page on the 19th, <laughs> there, there there is like uh, on that page we talked about for this Pixel Fall launch event, there is a, a button button that takes you directly to the Google store. So anticipating your excitement about going right from the live stream to making a purchase. So I wonder if like if you buy if you pre order a phone on uh, from Apple from Apple site. Obviously, it says, do you want do you want shipped or do you want to pick it up at a store? And if you ask to pick up a store, it's like, okay, which of our eighty thousand local stores do you want to pick it up at? It would be, it would be a real fun move. It would show that Google had a sense of humor if they had like a similar pop up menu, but it's the pop up like they're, instead of scrolling, there's just one thing is yeah, we have one store. We're, we're we're hoping that like in a few years we'll have more stores in this pop up list. But my boss said we have to do this as a pop up list for future expandability. So. Do you want to pick it up in Chelsea or Chelsea? So that that would be if if, if I have to like go to the Pixel Store in my Halloween costume so that I will have my phone in hand in time for the opera. I will do that. Hmm. Well, I'm not getting a Pixel. Um, I am going to see. I'm going to wait for a little bit. I'm going to wait for some sales. Mm-hmm. I have paid full price for too many pixels in my <laughs> in my relatively short lifetime and i feel that the best thing would be to wait until the holiday season to see what kind of sales come down and rain down on us um you know i've got some family members who are in desperate dire need of a new phone themselves maybe there's a buy one get one half off situation through a carrier who knows but i'm yeah. going to wait and while i wait I'm going to see about what they're going to do with Android 12 on the OnePlus. Hmm. That's right. That's right. Okay. I'm going to stick with it. You really like the OnePlus. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's per- it's perfectly basic. And right. I don't mean that at all in a nope. disparaging manner or like the phone falls short. It doesn't have the best camera like the pixel, but I do have access to a pixel five. So I'm fine in terms of, of that for a little while. And for what I've been using the phone for taking pictures with, it's been perfectly fine, but it's just, I'm, I'm really, I really want to see what the rest of this, uh, corral is going to do. I want to see what everybody else is going to, how they're going to interpret it. I want to see, I want to see. And anyway, that's my job. So True. I'm this, a guinea pig. This is this is this is the the card that's we can always play when like I, I really just want to buy this new phone, but like I could I could be convinced not to do this. But then oh, how about here's 50 points added to the added to the buy it roster if you play the but I'm a journalist and this way I'll not only I'm I've got skin in the game, I won't I won't be beholden to Google because they sent me a review unit. I said, nope, I legitimately just order this like any other person. And so yeah, so that's that's that is that is a factor. 
now we do have one more piece. We do. <laughs> it's a see. At some point, there this has been the most severely leaked phone I think in history. Certainly at at this level. I agree. And by the time everybody hears this, this is still going to be. That's a, this is it. We're, you're yeah. not getting any more than this. Right. So to, today, uh, we're uh, again recording on Friday. Uh, so somebody got a hold of what appears to be like a, an instructional video on assembling and disassembling a Pixel Six phone, and not like an iFixit sort of thing. I'm talking about like <laughs> you're at you're 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 at the factory. It's your job to disassemble like a test unit mm-hmm. and put it back together because it's this. It's a one-person operation, not a machine, but the tools are, like, specific to, like, an industrial setting, how to make sure that you take off the screen without cracking it. Again, this beautiful thing. And also, it's, it's, it is such a beautiful example of someone who knows, who's seen enough professionally produced and edited videos to know what they should look like, but doesn't oh, have the experience or resources point. to make that happen. Because it's like all this, so you see this perfectly well shot like point of view video of the tools being used and the music is this this library on a loop and by the way the video has been taken down oh gosh it's, oh god i kind of wish that i'd plug those urls into a downloader oh wait a minute i did and i have copies oh. of both of them okay. uh, on my hard drive and maybe That's such for, a smart andy maybe maybe i should make sure that you have an archival backup in case my thing crashes but i, I think I've, in that case i'll probably have to tweet out screen captures because again if if your question is that oh so was this was this produced by google saying i don't think that google would have produced something because not only is it the again this library music this free music but it's also <laughs> like and, and captions to explain like what's happening and other like little tips and tricks and advice it's like this really really like almost like they magic markered something onto a piece of masking tape and slapped it on the screen as opposed to doing good titles the and not certainly not making fun of people who's for whom english is not their first language but if they're going to be having english language instructions if it were google they would make sure that the english is traditional and perfect uh yeah they would copy edit that stuff and yeah, yeah. They, 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 yeah. It's obviously important that if you're disassembling or putting to, back together a phone, that you don't puncture the battery because that will cause that will cause a, an out of control uh, oxidation event that will make you uh, very very unhappy. So, yeah. and the text that they put on again in this really bold, really slapdashy thing is not to needle the battery. And I just thought after and because this thing keeps appearing and reappearing every time, like there's a tool that has to go someplace near the battery. It just became like, again, like a mantra saying, you know what, every day and in every way, I'm going to try and challenge myself and just not to needle the battery. Because it feels it feels like if I were like a pop psychologist, I could title a book not to needle the battery. Eight tips, tricks, and highlights on a more serene world or more serene life. Um, I was going to say that's mommy's safe word. Don't needle a battery. <laughs> and in this case, the needle is your cuticles, child, and the, the battery is my eye. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we have got a couple of operating system announcements and news, and we will get to those right after this break. Well, now we get to talk about new operating system drops this week. We saw the official release from Microsoft of Windows 11 
and Google's first official release, general public release of Android 12. And if you're saying, Andy, Flo, how come you didn't lead off with um, this? That what? here's what it was like to download and install Android 12 on your phones and your first takes on. Yeah. Um, nope. Funny story there. Uh, it's it's like, uh, again, I don't have a child, but I imagine it's what happened with what Google did this week was like when you ask a child, did you brush your teeth? And they tell you, yes, absolutely, I did. And then you found out that because you didn't ask, did you brush your teeth tonight? That, that the fact that they gave told totally mm. lied to you wasn't a lie. That's so a good point. yes, Google released Android 12, but instead of as an update that would flash onto your phones, they just uploaded it to the uploaded the source code to the Android open source just, project. Yeah, they just uploaded it to the internet. So so if you want to compile it into binaries and then manually install the binaries on and then excuse me, make it compatible with your specific device or phone, you're completely free to do that. Uh, <laughs> the, Must be uh, nice otherwise, having yeah. that ability. <laughs> Exactly. Though the rest it's of us like, plebeians wait. It's like they're making us pay for having like leaked so much about the Pixel Six. They're saying, "Okay, well, what? Why don't we? Why don't we find out? What, you find out what's like to be disappointed." <laughs> so, and guess what? They will. And I'm sure. <laughs> go look at some blogs right now. There's yes. plenty of blogs, I'm sure, that have already yes. dove into it. Hmm. So, but the, this is news because typically, uh, Google releases the brand new. Uh, dot zero update mm-hmm. to an operating system they release it to users the same day they post the source code to the source code to the android open source project so this is unprecedented uh google has cheerfully assured us plebs that the formal update will be quote coming to a device near you starting with a <laughs> pixel in the next few weeks so but what i'm hearing is that the next few weeks isn't now or today is it can google? i just tell you i'm so glad i'm not dating google because this kind of wishy-washiness is not something I stand for. I want pure commitment. Even if you're just taking me out for like pizza or we're just going for a coffee date, I want commitment. And right now what I don't have from Google is commitment on when I will get Android 12. Hey, hey, Flo. Hey, Andy. I mean, you shouldn't be all into that. But You have Android today. Can't we just enjoy have you having you and Android together today and not worry about like, oh, let's make you promise Dating that does get worse yeah. as the generations <laughs> uncover things. <laughs> it it gets anyway. Well, it gets worse and it gets better because like halfway in the middle of that, like self self aggrandizing little like, hey, aren't I cool speech? You can say, yeah, you were four awards into this. I already found a replacement for you on this dating app in my phone. <laughs> so you can go now. Um, so uh, so they've made other statements to the press saying that they're, quote, putting the finishing touches on a special release with Pixel exclusive and Pixel first experiences on Android 12. So I'm, I'm guessing that that means that we'll get it when the Pixel 6 comes out, because that's when they want to have that entire package of new features finalized and ready to go. Well, and according to the leaks that we've been seeing on the Pixel um, apparently there's going to be some, something to do with the, I think it's called live spaces is the widget that's going to go where at a glance used to be hmm. from what I read yeah. or from screenshots I saw. Cause really like nobody's, nobody's really come out with anything. We're all just surmising yeah. based on leaks. We have to- 
we have to see this thing in the wild to decide what it's going to be good for. And the real frank, wild guys, we don't mean the wild, like right. Sorry. The pretend wild would be roll. We'll see. Also, we'll also that, that is a good point because if we were to like hand out advanced pixel exclusive features to like bears, they'll become like acclimatized to human beings and keep coming mm. up to them from handouts mm-hmm. of other exclusive handset features. And then they'll have to be destroyed for their own right. safety as well as bears the safety will of the want 5G. Platform. Absolutely not. Yes. Absolutely not. Uh, yeah. So and, and to be to be fair, as someone who potentially is going to spend a lot of money on a Pixel 6, partly because, hey, this is, it's got this new Tensor chip, our That's own new true. system on a chip. I would be disappointed if there weren't an exclusive feature to Android that only works or only works this well because yeah, of true. special machine learning hardware that processing that's on the device. So but I'll it's so, give them a mulligan. But see, this is where like the whole ethos, though, starts to break down because you're trying really hard to be this company that is like free and open and you know ooh, software do whatever you want be your own person but on the other side of it we're still trying to create this this marketing sensation we're trying to get people revved up and excited about hardware but this software is not exclusive to the hardware <laughs> yeah. it's like people who say that they're doing um what's it called uh Oh gosh, there was a, a term that yoga influencers came up with: compassionate capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like I've got a new marketing strategy that will yes. make my make me kajillions of dollars. Make without... me feel better about all this money I'm taking from yeah. from uh, big pistachios for that, the advertising. Can I, can I say do. that that's got to be the biggest challenge, like in business, saying. I, I've got I've I've got this package of lessons on how to improve your life by letting go of ideas of desiring wealth and material things, and I want to market and sell this in a way that makes a kajillion dollars. I'm wagging my finger. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Just say I need to make money so I can buy, put braces on my kid. I get it. <laughs> and and I want to be able to fly the, the orthodontist out in a he- private helicopter and have him do it on a yacht that I own. <laughs> mm, that's more of a Justin Bieber move, but I like where you're headed with that one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a, a <sighs> definitely a Bieber flex. Um, mm. Now, but now now around uh, on Microsoft, so they <laughs> here now here's their bait and switch. So they released Windows 11 this week. And one yeah. of the big interesting. I'm still on Windows 10, by the way. Yeah, I'm, me too. I'm not going to upgrade for yeah. for a while because uh, who who needs that? Uh, mm. it's, it's enough. It's an it's enough of a trial by fire to get the it's actual enough of a trial living. Place. Sorry, yeah. what? <laughs> uh, I, I'm, let me put it this way: I've got a burned out light bulb like in my kitchen that has been burned out for <laughs> no joke seven months because. My ce- the ceilings in the kitchen again. This is as I've said one or two times before in this podcast. I live in what used to be the high school for this mm-hmm. village a hundred years ago. So the it's not not a former basketball court, but these ceilings are super high. And I'm trying. I still can't solve the problem of do I get a, a, a contraption on a big pole or just build buy a huge ladder to change this light bulb or do I just put a couple of area lights around the floor and solve that problem? I would much rather solve that burned out light bulb problem than install a curated, officiated release of Windows on an existing stable Windows device. Uh, 
But uh, back to back to <laughs> Windows 11. One of the features that they showed off in June was that hey, it's going to you be able to run Android apps right and side by side with Windows apps. Oh and so, oh wow, Windows 11. So how does oh that my work? Gosh. Doesn't because we're not releasing that feature yet, nope. even though we've released nope. Windows 11. Um, and by the way, if this is news to you, uh, don't get terribly excited. Uh, first, of all, first and foremost, because it's not access to the Google Play Store. You'll have when you get to the, go to the Microsoft Store where all the apps are. You you can find Android apps, but it's the Amazon App Store, Android App Store library, not the Google Play Store Correct. library. So. Yeah, y'all ain't going to get uh, Google Maps, so you're not going to get the, yeah. the Google Suite there. And if you do upgrade to Windows 11 now because you decided you couldn't wait, the apps that you see in there that look like they're Android apps are actually progressive web apps. So TikTok, Instagram, they're yeah. just running in their own little shells. And by the way, not any better than running, and I'm sorry, Andy, this is jumping the gun, but not any better than just running a good old Android emulator on Windows. See that this this is what so did do you write about BlueStacks for, for Gizmodo because that's usually how people are doing. I it. wrote a little um so I use BlueStacks just generally in my day to day because I have a couple of Android apps that I like more than the Windows app. Hmm. So I was like, oh, what the heck? I'll just oh. do this. <laughs> that's, yeah, that saying is. I would much rather, this is a much more comfortable <laughs> stick to be hit in the head with. Okay, hold on, hold the, on. Let me explain to you which app I'm talking about. Okay. I'm talking about. My thermal printer. <laughs> do you know how hard? Listen, Andy. Well, do you, you know, know how hard, listen, it, Andy. Do you know how hard it is to paste your horoscope from <laughs> the browser window on your PC and put it on your Android phone? I. Why would I do that? I print out my horoscopes. Okay, every time I print out my horoscopes, I put them right next. See, I have this little notebook. You hear the paper and my see, notebook. I, can, I, I have can verify my, for I our have my to do my to do list. This is Monday's horoscope, so I wrote my Monday to do list, and this is what Monday is going to be like. Okay, and I have to paste it in there. See, I I I would have <laughs> assumed that when you said thermal printer, I immediately my mind went to. A Pokemon cartridge on the original Game Boy with the Game Boy Cup thermal printer. Yes, yes. In another lifetime, I will eventually do that. But for now, this is my <laughs> this is for my horoscopes, people. But regardless, I did end up writing like here's some ways that you can get some of these features yeah. on Windows 10 now and BlueStacks 5. You know, I'm like, why would I need? I I don't need anything. And they have been working on BlueStacks so much. It's more geared toward um, the games and gaming, Android gaming, but it's good for those one-off situations. Yeah, it's it was. See, this is hard. I also have no need for this feature because, my God, I've I have now tried and failed to find a personal excuse for phone apps on a desktop operating system on two different operating. Get systems into horoscopes. <laughs> well, no, well, okay, because I don't. Uh, it's uh, so. I thought that when the uh, when the Chromebook when Chrome OS started supporting Android apps, I thought, oh wow, mm-hmm. that that's the missing piece of the puzzle, the yeah. access to like a standalone apps that work without a connection to the internet. And I was never using the damn things. Every time I wanted to use like Google Docs, I would just open up a web browser and access Google yep. Docs and use the offline mode, not because I was bored, but because it was just working better than the Android app. Mm-hmm. And then like I got my M1 powered uh, MacBook that uh, that can uh, run the last, latest version of macOS, which can run and install iPad and iOS apps. And even there, like, 
why would I like even an Apple, like even an iOS app probably doesn't work better than that same services web front end. Because when we're talking about a, a mobile app, if it's yeah. productivity oriented, the main the, the uh, Windows or Mac probably has a much better alternative to it because it'll be it was designed for desktop productivity use. Mm-hmm. Or if it's a mobile app, it's probably to connect to some sort of a mobile service, and it behoo- behooves any mobile service to have a really superb web experience. So I found it so hard to get excited in the very least about Android apps on Windows, and so that's why I couldn't be terribly disappointed that hmm. they, they could have just like. Uh, not included access to Android apps and just not tell anybody and just wait until the first person complains. And maybe it wouldn't have happened until January or February before anybody even noticed. Do you think I have a theory based on the time that I spent with the surface go three, it feels like the go three would be a device. If it wasn't for like the absurd pricing structure, because it's not priced like a Lenovo Duet, yeah. which is a very like you know kid friendly student Chromebook kind of situation, like three four hundred dollars for that. Yeah. But do you think that this is Microsoft trying, thinking ahead of how it's going to? Uh, I'm going to use the word empower the manufacturers it works with to choose Windows as the sort of like. I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to think about what a strategy might be down the line for this. The only thing I could think of is the idea of uh, they uh, Google still excuse me, Microsoft still has 74% of desktop of the desktop market and they've that's down from like the mid uh, the mid 80% and mm-hmm. so they're down like close to 10%, but it's not as though uh, that's been stolen away by Linux or Chrome OS or by Mac OS. It's going yeah. to devices that didn't exist before. So it's going to mobile devices. So maybe this mm, is their way point, of yeah. saying that when they're selling to businesses, like you probably, their clients probably have like a mobile app that their sales force has to use to do X, Y, and Z or mm. whatever. So here is a way that you can actually, instead of having to create a brand new custom version of this app, it'll just run the version that you're just installing on their phones anyway. Now, how you're going to let people get that through the Amazon App Store, uh, I don't know. I actually, now that I think of it, I don't know if you can sideload Android apps. I think you can, but that's just off the top of my head. But I can can only think of a reason to do this feature if it will help them sell more uh, uh, Windows devices in quantities of hundreds or thousands to uh, top businesses. Oh, well. Yeah, listen, we're we're thinking about it out loud because we're we're scratching our heads because it's like this was such a big they made such a big deal about it and it's not even here on launch day, so it's like <laughs> I feel like people will kind of forget about it <laughs> once it actually I, you happens. Know, I've, I've I've done that before. I've I've, I've I've done that before, saying, "Hey, let's you should come over to the house and you know what? I'll uh, I haven't made a pie in a long time, so I'll make you a cherry and an apple and." You know, actually, why don't we do like like a sort of a summer Thanksgiving, and then like oh, they'll show nice. up and say, "Well, here's the I got the burgers on the grill." I hope you didn't remember that I made this big talk about having a really great fancy sit down dinner when actually I just felt like spending twenty dollars at the supermarket for some ground chuck and some rolls and this and a bag <laughs> of chips, and that was Listen, really all I was up to. So add please some BBQ me. sauce and just call it sloppy joes, honey. It's all good. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of all people want, though. It's like okay, they're they're keen on it, but then oh wow, you mean that we can just like tuck into hamburgers on the sofa? All right, awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Well, that's uh, we're nearly at the end of the show. Before we end, though, we did get a really cool email. Yes, uh, we did. We got uh, two uh, personal emails. Actually, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. So we're talking uh, last week or the week before uh, material number three hundred twenty six about uh, Google's uh, Wing aerial <laughs> delivery fleet being attacked uh, by ravens in Australia and being forced. It was a no to, fly zone. To, don't to don't fly during when hormones run wild. <laughs> So we 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 got some boots on the ground uh, intelligence mm-hmm. here uh, from Phil in Australia. Uh, uh, the email says, "Hi, Flo and Andy. I just listened to Material 326 and had to share another joy of living in Australia." And he links to a YouTube video. Uh, this good good old magpie also has a thing for attacking cyclists' heads. This may be a relic from the Google Wing prote- predecessor, Google Courier Bicycle. Um, I also love the cyclist comment on the clip at about one minute, 50 seconds into the video about everything in Australia being out to kill you. Andy here will add a parenthetical. You see, I said that we you're, you're used to like people on the things on the ground, plants, fish, spiders, animals. And now even the air in between the earth and this and space is also out to kill you. That wasn't a joke. That wasn't me being prejudiced and mean. This is this is absolutely underscored by ground level scare intelligence. Me. That would scare me if I, and I've had, I've had birds attack my head before F- for some reason when I was a kid, it, maybe because I just had like really brown hair and maybe I looked like <laughs> a bear or something. I don't know, but yeah, see this, it, it's, it, it hurts. Talons no, are no I, joke. They're, again, they're, 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 they've been programmed to do that for very, very evil reasons. And see, I, I think it's very, very relevant at this juncture to point out that, Alfred Hitchcock, still legendary for making the scariest, most terrifying movies ever made. He had that unusual, unique talent. He at a point of life where he could choose any topic in the world, real or imaginary, with which to scare the wits out of people. And he decided that, no, the thing that I could really create the most horrifying scenes and terrifying concepts for the most of them all would be being attacked by birds for no reason whatsoever. And darn if he didn't make a classic out of it. So, yes, I couldn't sleep near the fireplace for a very long time because I was afraid <laughs> of birds would come through and poke me in the eyes. Yes. See that? And that, that is that is we need to finish up the show. But that, see, that is the most one of the brilliant things about the birds that it was like mm-hmm. the, the, it's a bad version of this movie would have had to start off some scenes at some sort of a bio research lab about how they're manipulating genes to like uh, enter to study hostility and whatever, whatever. And some birds got out and they started mating that. No, no. See, what's terrifying is that you're being attacked by birds. They're out for blood and destroying you. And you're like, hey, what did I do? What's the I didn't do anything. I'm just minding my own business this isn't fair Mm -hmm. there's just no reason for them to be such jerks and yet they're designed to be such jerks at least at least the ravens that were attacking the hell the 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 wing the wing flyers was that look i've i've got a nest it's got some babies in there that need protecting i hope you understand that if you come anywhere near that nest and I'm not going to simply assume that you're all you want to do is just fly peacefully past with mm-hmm. your co- with this cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to assume that you're trying to kill my children and I'm going to not even give a proportional response. It's going to be an outer proportion response. <sighs> you would do the same if you had baby quadrocopters or baby cups of coffee. <sighs> 
I would do the same if I had baby cups of coffee. It's true. <laughs> Protect coffee at all costs. Indeed. Well, thank you very much, Phil, for your email. Uh, you can any everybody you can email us. Guys, go to relay.fm slash material. You'll find our email address uh, and let us know if you uh, if you would rather not have your name used or if you don't want us to uh, read your email. If you just want to let something know on the QT, we are down with that as the kids of no later than 2001 would have said even there they they would have been pretty unhip mostly we're talking about a target age of kids from the early 90s i'm thinking or being down with things uh although the statute of limitations on using it ironically as i just have is limitless there is no that's murder there's no statute of limitations on using things ironically uh so once again just go to relate.fm slash material to email us you'll also find our show notes all the links to stuff that we've talked about today uh you can also use that page to become a member of relay.fm uh, send some little extra scratch. So shouldn't use the word scratch when we're talking about being attacked by birds, but now we've committed <laughs> nope. to it. We're just moving forward. Uh, <laughs> uh, that goes into our pockets, goes in the pockets of, uh, uh, uh of other people in the relay, uh, FM network family of podcasts also gives you access to special content, special material that's only available to relay.fm members, uh, flow before we sign off, how you doing, what you, what you got coming up that you want people to know about this week. I actually, I don't, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of stuff coming up, but it's coming and you know that you can find it at flowrights.tech. That's my little fun little link. So you can go to my page, my author page at gizmodo.com. And then I also have my website, florenceion.com. And uh, if anybody wants to come join us in my discord, we're always welcoming people. Lovely. And as usual, if you can spell my last name, I H N as in Nancy, A T as in Tom K O. You can check out my Instagram, my Twitter. You can also go to wgbhnews.org. That is not how you spell my name, but that's how you access the website of Boston's NPR station uh, and uh, listen, stream to current and past episodes of Boston Public Radio, where I talked about the tech news of the week for about 20 or 30 minutes. Uh, so thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Flo. Thank you, me. Thank you, forces of nature that let us finally, despite two forced restarts, despite problems that were happening during this recording, somehow managed to get it. I don't want to jinx it. I know that we haven't actually shipped the show yet, but I'm going to say (laughs) that at this point, if God had wanted to not just raise his hand, but then slam it down on our internet connections to prevent this from happening, he would have made that attention made long ago. So if you don't get this episode, it's definitely on you or one of those like, facebook shutdown sort of deals not on us we wash our hands of this great show under duress even though we we didn't let us affect our professionalism we still provided great content sparkling conversation and i don't remember swearing i could have and our uh, our producer and editor jim might have just edited out thank you as usual for doing that jim that's going to be it for this week thank you so much for listening this week we hope you listen to us next week until then everybody actually i'm sorry i have to i have to change that don't i thank you for listening to us today on monday we hope mm-hmm. you listen to us again in maybe two or three days when we record Please. our next episode until then have a really good 72 to 96 hours peace Bye.